My kids was like, Daddy, where are you going? A dentist appointment? I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Back to another beautiful edition of Smoke and Mirrors Uncut. This is your boy Detroit. As I'm listening to this intro, man, how y'all like the new intro? I'm digging it. That represents us. Yeah, it represents us, man. That Biggie Smalls. We always got a story to tell. Always got a story to tell, right? <laughs> well, I wasn't even thinking about it like that. It's yeah, man. That's, that's where the beat's from. But I wasn't thinking about it like, all right, it, how it tie in. True indeed. I just love the beat. Yeah, the beat, the beat is yeah. dope. The, beat so, so, the song was dope. So where were you when the song came out? What, the, what was you doing? Because it got to bring you back to those memories of what you was doing. It, it really does. Well, wait. Damn, what year was that? It's probably what, 90s? 90, 96, Yeah, something like that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Because it was the year he died. Ooh. So that was yeah, like 97. Was 96, a second album. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 97 is one of my, my premier years. I was. <laughs> 96, 97. He's, he's, your boy. Your, your he's boy going to church was, a lot, right? Nah. Nah. <laughs> he said, nah. <laughs> I wasn't going to church at that time. Um, Running the streets of B more. Oh man. Like I was I was really starting to come into myself too. It, not actually, that probably started a little earlier, but I was really starting to come into myself as far as females at that point. Yeah. I was just really like going ham, like, all right, I don't care. You you with you with it or you not? Like what's what's good? Yeah. I was running at that point. But that's like one of my favorite songs from that's Biggie. That's a dope song. One, that's man. one of my favorites from him. True. So I don't know, man. That whole album. Yeah. Jay Lee, what was you doing, man? Man, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, let me check. Nah, I, I, <laughs> I, I that was a that was a good year. That was the first year I went to Myrtle Beach Bike Week, mm. Black Bike Week. Ooh, mm. Nice, is that right? Yeah, that was nice. the first year mm. with my uncle, and um, we we saw some things. Yeah. I say it like that, we saw some things. And the ducks are just some uh, yeah. Some shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Experience some things. It's not like that no more down there, though. Yeah. It, that, nah, was, that was back nah. when it was a lot freer. You know, there wasn't cops everywhere. You know, you can just have fun. Yeah. But it's not like that no more. Well, so, as y'all notice, I was so ignorant. I'm not the only one on the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah I got yeah, some yeah. other kids. Good. You know, <laughs> six, you had to get I, into I, it. Like, we get into it. Uncut, I mean, baby, I'm pretty sure they know my voice. You know, this. I'm sorry. It's all good. But what you got? You got my boy, uh, be more in the building. Yeah, got my other boy Jay Lee in the building. You know what it is. We got our two guests for the day. We got the regular D Stizzle. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we got another king in the building, man. New to the mic. Come on, man. Please, on, everybody, man. <laughs> lend your ear to the silky voice <laughs> of Hector. <laughs> man, Hector up in here. What's up, Hector? What's good? What's good? Appreciate y'all having me here, man. Hey, no doubt, man. No doubt. You've been a uh, you've been a friend of ours for a minute. It's only right to have you on. You're the reason Thank why you. we have the graphics that we have on our oh, hey, man, sure, on our Instagram, sure. Facebook. Uh, I appreciate the love, energy, man. Baby. I appreciate that opportunity, big time. Absolutely, man. man. We came so, in clutch. Came absolutely. Nah, we, we appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, seriously, that's that's just dope. Yeah, shit. He cleaned it up real quick for us, yeah. man. He's like, yo, I got. I did my idea. best, Let's... man. I did my best. <laughs> so. Yeah. So. Um, 
being that I just brought up Hector's talent, he's talent for, for art, uh, I would like to ask you to let the viewers know and the listeners know of what kind of business that you run. Okay. Um, shout out your Instagram so people could check out your shit. Definitely. You, know you want to do that now or at the end? No, yeah, right now. Well, no, nah, do, do it now yeah, and in the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm a, I'm a creator. I'm trying to get away from like strictly being an artist because mm-hmm. most people try, they think that I'm just, all I do is draw. But um, I do like graphic arts. Um, I'm getting into video production, um, sound like Boo talked about, doing the voice for the animation. But um, I got a website, Hector2Ortega.com. Okay. You go in there and check out my artwork. I try to keep it updated. Um, I'm on social media. I'm on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and I have a Facebook page, at Hector2Ortega. Um, I do have a personal Facebook page if people want to follow me on there. But um, I have a snapchat i i think it's at hector to ortega as well i try to keep with that try to keep with that hector to ortega um and the two pretty much is my middle name which is it comes from uh junior my middle name's junior oh so middle name yeah junior. yeah it's weird because when i was young <laughs> okay. yeah when i was young i used to sign my artwork hector ortega jr with the jr right and then when i got into college we had to take a course where you had to design your 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 brand almost like your 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 alias and you had to use you had to use your your initials and i ain't want to run around with ho on all my stuff because yeah. i'm gonna get clowned yeah. you know what i mean i'm gonna get clowned who's ho right <laughs> i mean people still do it now but um i started i started asking my mom a lot of questions because like my pops wasn't really in my life for a large period of time so i i just assume i had his full name you know what I mean? So when I asked my mom, she was like, well, I got the birth certificate. And I looked on there. My middle name is Junior. So it's Hector Junior Ortega. So, spelled out? Yeah, Junior, spelled Junior out Junior. Spelled out. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah, and my dad, I got my dad's first name, but I got my mom's last name. Oh, okay. So I started doing research. I was like, HJO ain't going to work. Nah. So I was like, I got to work something out. So I did a little research on Junior, and the most common thing came up was the second somebody always like mm. if you call somebody junior yeah. you know that their dad is the senior in, in most cases like that so i ended up coming with the with the insignia now oh that's, and it's, that's your logo right there oh yeah shit. oh yeah. he got a hat with his logo oh that's, yeah. that's tight so it's uh h2o and that's what i've been been going for trying to stick with on the on the social media right is uh h2o do you sell like merchandise with your not yet not yet not yet okay. this this here okay. is uh Clothing I was about brand. to say, I see the shirt. Yeah, this is a clothing brand I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be putting out soon. It's called Weirdo. Okay. Um, okay. this is a this is gonna be the first of five designs. Oh wow. Creative Energy Flow. Right. And I'm gonna do uh, a collection for each five designs and just kind of put it out. Okay. And uh, I got the hat made from the same company that did the print and stuff, mm-hmm. and they do print on demand, so I'm not sitting on inventory, which is True. what it, my biggest. Yeah. Biggest good things you out of it. You want to sit so. with a whole box of shit up in your closet. Yeah, I was hey, just man. about to you say, I know somebody. stuff as soon as possible. From my books, though, that I published, because I published two art books, I learned from them because I had a lot of cats that we worked with that was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll buy one from you. And then I went ahead and ordered a ton of them. And then when they came in, like 80% of the people backed out. So I'm still sitting wow. on books at the crib. So. <sighs> Wow. I'm learning on that. I mean, it's a learning lesson, though. You know what I mean? So now I'm working on my third book, which is going to be different. It's going to be more of a pre-order deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go around asking people if they're interested. I'm going to say, this is how much the book costs. If you want one, let me know. You can either order online or you can get it from me. 
So and um. So what are your books about? Like what are um, they actually about? They're strictly art books. They're okay. more like uh, motivational type of uh, visual inspiration for like artists or people who just like to collect art. Almost like a coffee table joint. So if you got right. friends over, like yeah. well, what's this? You can flip through it and you can see some artwork. But it's getting better. Um, each book. So my first book was mainly like a bunch of sketches, just like random drawings and like doodles and stuff. And then my second one, I went with, with a more of like a premium paper. So it's like a glossy, but it's color. But also the images are more refined. Gotcha. And then so the third book, I'm trying to stick with the second book's theme, which is called Permanent Addiction. And I'm trying to stick with that theme and show you like a before and after. So in the book, it's almost chapter based. You'll see. A couple drawings over here how everything was put together and then you'll see the clean line work and on the third page you'll see the full color piece so i'm trying to stick with that and uh Some just keep shit, keep man. keep pumping out the book man that's Some all i'm trying shit. to do wow yeah okay. hey please go go check out his instagram man the, the, the dude is extremely talented thank you thank he'll you. show you step by step how the work is done extremely talented dude man and i'm so proud of him that he's he's, he's running his own business he has books out he has uh uh, apparel that's he's designing go support the cat man Dude, thank you i appreciate dope, the love man, man. appreciate definitely. it and we uh we appreciate having him here talking about his business and hey if you're if you're looking to start up a business hey this it's a young cat right here man he's he's a go-getter um he's like us he's a go-getter he's trying to get what he wants so mm -hmm. please go out there support him he's a good dude all right um, his info should be underneath the out when, when we post this up it should be underneath of the post yep so uh you can definitely reach out to him on yeah that. yeah we'll yep. definitely have um, it up there so you you guys can follow him and you know we'll put him on display yeah. appreciate that yeah. if y'all yeah. need information just let me know I'll send okay. it to you oh for he's sure he's being modest too because yeah. he's done some work for some uh for some for some deep people absolutely I mean, really uh, yeah I mean really? uh -huh. he's done he's done a couple tattoos for me he's done about four do, for me I did a lot and, lot, um, yeah. yo, I mean, I still got two to put on. Well, actually, three to put on. Yeah. But, um, Don't nobody care about your tattoos. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about the work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the work. The work is clean. <laughs> but he's famous, though. <laughs> when I take his work to the uh, tattoo parlor. Really? Like, they're like, damn, who did this? Yeah, didn't you do a young, talented cat at the job, man. So. Some work for a DJ, didn't you? Uh, DJ Caesar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 103.9. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I did a couple things for him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was dope. Wow. Yeah, man. That's it was what's dope. Up. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, me and him pretty I was cool, happy man. To see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I saw that you liked the stuff, I was like, oh, so he, I was like, you must follow him too. I was like, all right, cool. Because it's yeah. cool to see when I do artwork, it, it's not always used. You know what I mean? So, like, when I put hours into it, eight to 10 to 12 hours into something, mm -hmm. you kind of hope that somebody's going to use it. But then when, like, somebody posts something, like, yeah, you know, I just finally got my stuff done, and it's another artist that did it, and, and it's not your piece. I was yeah, like, that's I'd be like, true. man. That's so when, D, when, when, when DJ Caesar put that stuff up, I was like, word. He got it put on a shirt. So I was like, it was real cool that he was, like, promoting my stuff on his Instagram. And then right. once he posted on his Instagram, I mean, my Instagram followers start jumping up. Really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but I would gain like five or ten additional people yeah. here yeah. and there. Yeah. yeah. And it was like other DJs and stuff, so right. it, was, yeah. it was pretty dope. Yeah. But, yeah, that's real dope because, honestly, that's how a lot of people end up getting on. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you look at recently, I, I forget the guy's name, but the guy been doing beats like on some oh, yeah, beat yeah, yeah, machine. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And just off of one person. Like trick, 
Tricks, Tricks something. I, 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 I forgot his name, but yeah. now now everybody on. Yep. So stuff like that, you do yeah. one DJ. Next thing you know, you might do the next DJ. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's what I'm hoping steamrolls for you because I want people's, like you said, for your work to be recognized. You know what right. I mean? That's, that's just dope. Yeah. And that's kind of, you. you know, speaking on that too, we kind of felt that too. Yeah. Because sometimes you expect people closest to us to support you. But sometimes you find that that's not it. It's right. not that they don't love you or care about you. Right. But sometimes it just don't work like that. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah you also felt that too. So, that's that's what's up, though. I'm just glad yeah. you're stepping out there. Because I remember you was just doing regular drawings. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, you don't went past. You went way past where yeah. I even thought last time we talked. You know what I mean? Because right. you was doing... You was doing the book, and you were like, I'm going to start my own business. You was going to start doing the YouTube thing. Yeah. Then You know what I mean? But you really going about this and doing steps. And I'm telling you right now, you keep working at it, man. That's Yeah. yeah. Sky's the limit for the dude, Woo. man. I'm just, he's, I'm he's just happy baby. to be associated. He's you know what I mean? Yeah, I am the baby. He's a young man. dude, yeah. man. Like, he's a young guy. Yeah. You know I mean? He's not yeah. a, he's not a one. He's, yeah. he's a young guy, enthusiastic. So, hey, man, you well, got our well, support. Well, I, I was telling you, next year, I'm making a jump. So, yep. I just, I I'll put it out there right now. Um, February, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the island, All right. and I'm 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 hitting the art the art 2020, world. 2020, 2021, 2020. Okay. My <laughs> I put all my vacation day in for January, mm -hmm. and S one hit me up was like, uh, "Yo, man, you leaving?" I say, "Yeah, who told you?" Nobody. Well, you put it. That's, a, you that's put a, it, a clue, bro. Right? You, you, you put it on the clue right there. Anyway. Ain't, no, ain't nobody doing <laughs> that. The whole month off. <laughs> yeah. The first month. Oh, uh, yeah. Right, right. But I, it was a lot, man. Like for the past year, I've been thinking about it. But because I have kids, and like being single pops, it, it's like that's that's important. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I kind of had to. I had to talk. I had to talk to to their mom about it, and you know, I thank God that she was on. She's on par with like. Go ahead, do what you gotta do. I'll put the kids on my health insurance. And I was like, cool. So then it's like now a step, step, step by step. And I'm just trying to be patient because February coming up, I'm thinking mid February, I'm out of there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to leap though. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's very difficult. Right. Because when I talk to people all the time about where I am and where I think I should be in some stages, it's like, all right, I really didn't have time to take. You know what I mean? I got a family to take care of. Yeah, that's and important too. I ain't got too. no, yeah, <laughs> ain't no wiggle room. Like, all right, yeah, I could go chase this dream real quick. Like, right. Nah, I'm gonna have to do that while I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But um, I'm happy that you're able to take that move because a lot of people can't. You know what right. I mean? And now it's time to do it, honestly. Yeah. So, so my question is this though: like, um, that's a major jump. That's Absolutely. A major jump. You get Absolutely. I know where you work at. You make really good money. Yeah. <laughs> so, how much? thought did you put into that like how long have you been planning this for a long for a long time for a long time long time so yeah. i i've been working on like my books and like really getting myself out there mm -hmm. for the past five years but okay. i've been doing my artwork for over 10 15 years right because I, I went to college at the art institute of philadelphia oh, wow. i graduated from there in 2008 okay. so even prior to that so before i even considered more of like the digital aspect of things I was like doing like portraits for people that mm -hmm. I work for, and that's how I made a little bit of money. But it wasn't until I got to college I was like, man, I can I can go further with this. Right. So they started teaching us like everything from like audio to acting to visuals, not just drawing, but going further with it with 
you're with the creative mind and that's when i was like let me let me just try the waters over here because most people that start drawing they get scared to try something different mm. but at the school they kind of encourage you to try something different because you never know if you're going to be good at it or not right so once i graduated I, i'm sitting up man it was working job after job after job just getting frustrated because i wasn't getting anywhere so finally um when i started working at the island i was like cool um, I can actually bring stuff here, work on it here, mm-hmm. and then focus little by little. And then over time, I was like, I, let me get myself established. So I started doing a lot of free stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. free logos for people. Right, I right. did some um, independent movie posters I did for free. The stuff for DJ Caesar I did for free mm-hmm. because I just want to get my name out there. Because yeah. when you starting out, like, you can't, you, if nobody know you, you can't be like, word yeah, out, you know what I mean? Word of mouth Right. So <laughs> yeah. I started doing a lot of research, man. And then over time, I was like, cool. This year, I looked at my body of work and I was like, I got published work. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, and, and it's not a slap in the face to anybody that hasn't published anything. Right. But I've achieved a lot. Being a single father. Take, like, people don't realize, man, I, I normally go off of like four to five hours of sleep every day. Sometimes less than that. And it's because I get home from work. You know, we work 12-hour days. Yeah, yeah. I get home from work. I'm putting two hours in the studio before I lay down in the morning. Sometimes longer than that if I'm in, if I'm in the zone. And then, like, when I get my kids, my, when it's time with my kids, it's time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it's like, all right, I'm in the studio. And I got to figure out, I think I got school in the morning at 7. All right, I'm just going to work till 7 in the morning. So I'll be in the studio from, like, midnight to 7 in the morning just working on stuff. Then when I get up, take them to school, come back, I'm in the studio again until 12. Lay down at 12, wake up at 2 o'clock, w- go get them, and then it's their time. And then it's rinse, repeat. Wow. So, and right now, what, what made me want to make this decision is that I'm getting so much more work now that I have to turn away. Oh, okay. And I don't like doing that. You right, know what I mean? Right, so, right. Um, that's what it, it, but a lot of stuff came into play, too, like figuring, like, financially, how am I going to hold out? You know, that's what the 401k savings is for. Yeah. That's going to, yeah. I mean, I already talked to my accountant. She was like, you're you going to be good for probably a year, if not over a year. So I was like, cool. Damn. I'm just going to I'm just gonna take the chance. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to take the yeah. chance. You know, yeah. I, I watch a lot of motivational videos mm-hmm. and like Steve Harvey and like Eric Thomas and all these. Yeah. Oh, 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 E.T. Put out the E.T. on there. Hold up. Hold up. The man just said something real indignant. You brought up Steve fucking Harvey. Or take it, he don't like. Oh, he don't like Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. oh, my yeah. bad, my this guy is he bad. Motivated, he motivated <laughs> me. I'm just this, this guy <laughs> bad with Steve Harvey. Let's man. let's do like let's say like Ted TV and stuff like that. Let's, let's say that. Let's don't do Steve. Ted, Ted TV. <laughs> he named E.T. though. Oh, you oh, like E.T. E.T. dope. Yeah, yeah. Extraterrestrial himself. Yeah. But that's what been really motivated me to make this jump. So. Well, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah, and, yeah, and we we hope that you blow up. I appreciate huge, it, man. Yeah. Huge, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. And the people that's listening to him, man, if you're if you're motivated to do something, you motivated to start something. Listen to this, man. The yeah. dude is motivated, yeah. and being a single father, paying bills, staying up late. If it's something that you want to do, if you're if and it's right there for you to get, go get it. Now, question. You know what I hear out go of that? No, go ahead. My bad, my bad. No, you good. I hear, no excuses. No excuses. None. Absolutely. No excuses. None. Yeah. Go get it. Not yep. one excuse. No yeah. excuse, but you got to be about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not on no bullshit. Not on no I kind of want it. Mm-hmm. 
you gotta wake up thinking about this shit. Yeah. You got you got to be walking your day life thinking about this shit. Not you know what yep. I mean? Because if you don't want it, it ain't just gonna fall to you. It's still gonna take hard work, and that's even if you want it. So that's that's what's up though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Grind for what you want. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so you touched on the single fatherhood, and it's it's rare that you hear about men raising their children. Yeah. It's usually the mom got the kids and stuff like yeah. that. How has that impacted your life? being a single father and you know working and all this other stuff because uh, it's a different story for a father yeah yeah and it, now i just want to set something straight i have like joint custody yeah with joint the custody. mom okay so on our days off i have the kids and the days i work she had the kids okay so um how old are they uh six and seven. Oh, wow i got a boy and a girl they babies, babies. Yeah. yeah 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 but i do find myself and I'm not trying to like down down their mom because mm-hmm. I know she loved the kids. They right. love her. Right. And I know she tries from time to time. But I do find myself doing a little more than she is. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, it's just there, there is no question of like, well, why, why do I have to? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there are those moments that will come up every now and then. But as a, as, a, as a single father and knowing that like my pops wasn't there for a long period of my time mm-hmm. uh, and when I was young – I just there ain't no excuse for me to say no. Like right. I I do get asked like because I post I post a lot of stuff about my kids, mm-hmm. like positive stuff and like my work. Like on Facebook, I try to post more positive stuff. Right. And when I do my artwork, I, people always like, how do you do it? Like how do you how do you work twelve hours, spend time with the kids, and then pump out the quality of work that you pump out? Because that stuff you don't do just overnight. Like that stuff takes hours and days to do and i'm like you just do it there is no there's mm. no ex- like like you said like no excuse right. you know what i mean like you just do it. it and when i see my kids and they start appreciating things it's like that's what keeps me going mm-hmm. and then i know that my daughter's into art like she's big into art so i'm supporting that i'm pushing that mm-hmm. my son's into like i'm a gamer i like playing video my son's into it mm-hmm. as long as he get his homework done yeah he eat his snack you clean your room yeah. you get what you want you want to play your game? Go ahead, play your game. That's life. You work for it. Right. You work for it. You get what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. So if, for for me, like, and and my mom was raised. My mom raised five kids on her own. So wow. there ain't no excuse, man. Wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, seriously, dude. It's just that's I, the theme. Yeah. Got to get it done. And like my mom, I know she probably don't. She don't want me talking about it too much. But like when I talk about her struggle, mm-hmm. like. Being on the streets when she was young, by herself, right. I'm like, and I'm sitting here thinking about how the kids going. Like, I ain't got time for that. I just nah. don't even. I don't even let that in. I don't. I don't even let the negative thought about what could happen if you know. Yeah. Because when you do that, then you start to allow for. Well, if that can happen, then this can happen, and that can happen, this can happen. So, I just as long as I provide for my kids, mm-hmm. and I keep. I just that's. That's what keeps me going for my artwork and making sure I get to work every day, do what I need to do. And that's just the main push for me is my children. Now, I grew up with my father in the house. The rest of y'all, all y'all grew up single with single households, right? The father not being around. Do you feel as though that's made you a better father? Um, It, it did. Um, and I will say that 
for for a long for a large, long period of time, my dad wasn't there. It wasn't until I was sixteen, um, he actually tried to play a part. He came back, mm-hmm. and I was never like my other siblings was like, oh, if my dad come back, you know, I don't want nothing to do with him. I I wanted that. I wanted him to come back. Right. So I remember like I was sitting on the couch, I was drawing, and my mom phone rang my mom picked the phone she started speaking spanish i'm bootleg i don't speak that much spanish you know what i mean i don't speak that much spanish right you out here perpetrating the fraud right i got the look but the sound ain't right but um yeah but i she never really spoke it to us when we were young and i had a lot of like mainly black friends and like and white friends so i didn't for me i didn't speak it so she started speaking i'm like oh, it's just one of her friends and then she was like hector the phone's for you like you calling me so I picked up the phone and it was my it was my dad. He was like, "Yo." He's like, "I want to come see you tomorrow. Is that all right?" I, I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." Like I didn't know what to say cuz I yeah. ain't heard from him over 10 years. So um when he showed up, he was like all cleaned up. You know, my dad was always clean. He had the gold chains and the <laughs> rings, you know, hair slicked back. And so you got it honest, you saying. Yeah. Yeah, and and it was like and I, I and I'm at that point, I didn't know what to do. Because right. I, I never had that figure in my life. So I didn't know how to approach him of, do I call him dad? For the longest, I didn't accept, I didn't call him anything. I was just like, hey, you know, like did, get his yeah. attention. Like, hey, yeah. you know. And then after a while, he caught on. He was like, you can call me by my name if you want. You don't have to call me dad. Wow. But then I start calling him dad. Hmm. And then I spent, excuse me, we spent two years. He would take me after I had off school from uh, high school he'd take me every summer and we would try to kind of rekindle things and then well, i remember one day i was like i said what happened like wh- where'd you go and he said listen man i was on the streets because i was born in jersey city mm-hmm. and that's where my dad pretty much ran the streets was in jersey city and um he was like, i was running the streets i was in and out of prison he was like i was on drugs he's like i didn't want you a part of that right in my mind, right off the bat, I thought about that's to me that's respect mm. because yeah. most most dads, and I've seen it. I know people that don't want anything to do with their kids, and they'll admit it. They'll say, "I don't want nothing to do with my kids." You, you know what I mean? Like you you brought the kid into the world. Like I get that you probably got something else going on, mm. but try to make a little bit of an effort. So when he told me that, it was like cool. And then like two years later, um, he ended up passing away. He had cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah, Sorry he had colon that. cancer. Yes. Wow. Um, but that short period of time, he did he did teach me a lot. That work. Yeah, I mean, he taught me how to drive a car. Yeah, we had to talk about girls. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just it was it was everything I wanted in a small package of like this was it. Where most people like they would have the lifetime mm-hmm. to learn over time, and they'll have the talks and stuff. So so just a question on that. So now that you had that experience, and you said your other siblings really wanted nothing to do with them, did they get involved as well or no? And when they, if they didn't, how did they feel after that experience that you had? Well, we, we had different dads. So, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I think every now, I think every now and then one of my other siblings would see his dad, but he was just like, he didn't want nothing to do with him mm-hmm. because he was like, he wasn't in a picture for me. He didn't do much for me. And I think today that kind of changed. But back then I was always hearing like, oh, if I see my dad, I'm gonna punch him right in his face. And it's okay. like. But why? You know, like, what if he wants, what if he does try to make that effort to come back? Mm-hmm. Do you, are you really, is that how you really feel? You know, like, just have the talk, sit down and have the talk because it's important. That's what I was saying because yeah. it seemed like 
you definitely had those questions. You definitely had a reason to feel right. some type of way. But through talking to him and understanding, he was like, you know what? I actually understand what he was saying. Right. So I was wondering if that maybe had been the same thing. You know. Yeah. Because I mean? if you if you never give that chance, you never know. Now if you give that chance and they tell you, all right, I I wasn't shit, right. or whatever the case may be, then you can make your judgment then. But right. sometimes you gotta hear it out as well. Yeah. Because you know what? That's the dope part. I'm, I was on the same wavelength you was, but as far as just imagine if you held anger inside for him and you never, you was like, nah, I don't want nothing to do with him. Right. Look at all the things you would have missed out on. Absolutely. And then he would have passed and you would have probably yeah. wished you had reconnected to him. So yeah. I, I commend you for that. Just like putting things to the side, yeah. you know. And yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah. It's And then when my kids were born, I told myself like, I would, I would love to, I want to keep it as a family, you know, mm -hmm. me, their mom and then them. Mm -hmm. But over time, I just noticed that it was things were getting a little rough, mm -hmm. you know, and then I start talking to like single pop, other single dads like, listen, man, you got divorced. Like, how do you do you stay for the kids or do you not stay for the kids? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them were like, you just got to be happy, man. Like, as long as you're there for the kids, mm -hmm. they're going to be fine. I remember talking to you about that. Yeah, they're going to be mm -hmm. fine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember. And it was like it hit me hard, man. Like, I got I was like I don't want to I don't I don't want to lose the kids because I in my mind that's what I thought. It was like she going to try to take the kids from me and also and not, again, not saying that she was a bad person. Mm -hmm. It was just like but you know how it gets. Right. Right. <laughs> it, yeah, it was just it was yeah, it definitely got yeah. it definitely got dark for me as far as trying to figure out like I don't want to lose my kids. Right. You know what I mean? And I had moments where I would break down, man. I started crying. I'll call my mom. I'm like, mm -hmm. what am I like what what am I to do? Like I'm trying. I'm doing my best here. And she was like, just as long as you're happy and you take care of the kids, the kids are gonna be perfectly fine. Yep. And that's what I ended up telling myself. So But wow. I have a couple of questions now. We spoke a lot of times back in the day when I was on nights. So we discussed a lot. Now in the father aspect we never really touched too much about and I got to, once again, as usual, give you much respect. Thank you. And praise the fact that um, you handled, how you handle the situation. Thank you. Um, also, how loving you are to the fact that you looked at it as, you know, the father wasn't in the right state of mind. So, he, right. you know, he looked at it as being a good thing. I still look at it the opposite. The fact is, I don't give a fuck how fucked up you are. You made me. Right. You be here. Right. And you do what you're supposed to do as a father. You ain't got to be here constant in front of my face or this and that right but you make yourself available right so which was great that he did even though he you know he met you before time expired on his time card yeah which was well and wonderful and gave you that love and joy but at the same aspect it was just to me like i said you're a loving individual i still would have a little bit of bitterness because the yeah. fact is there's no excuse i yeah. understand if you didn't want no child it is what it is. I wouldn't expect it. It is what it is, but I'm here. Right. You know, and yeah. we talked about how, you know, whew, back to mothers yeah. and <laughs> co-parenting. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, mine was nowhere near easy. Right. So, yeah. well, the more, can you exaggerate more on how you co-parented? Was it a smooth transition? Was it rough? How did you make it through? How did you get your marbles straight? How did you be able to subtract your your frustration from what mother was saying and what you trying to do for your kids. How do you able to continue to love your kids and keep that, that agitation from going towards your kids? Uh, it was definitely, it, it definitely wasn't smooth, a smooth transition. 
Um, it was just like a lot of talking to, you know, a lot of, a lot of people at work. They had this, some of the same issues, but every situation was different. You know what I mean? Like your situation was different. Somebody else's situation was different. So it was like different from mine. So I couldn't really make the same choices that somebody else made. And I knew in my mind, I was like, I don't want this to end on death and destruction. You know, I don't want to just be like, you know what, man, forget them kids. I'm just going to leave because in my mindset, that's not what I wanted. I tried to do everything I could in the beginning to be like, all right, let's just make this work. But then it started affecting my 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 gift set, which was my artwork. You know, I really wanted to pursue that as well because, I mean, I was out of college by this point. But I couldn't sit down and work on anything without having to think about what's going to happen when we break up, like if we once we separate. And I, I just... For months, man, I, I, just, I almost gave up on wanting to do art altogether. For like three to six months, I didn't do any art. Like, I just couldn't sit down and focus at all. And it was just like, I finally got to that point was like, again, making that leap. I just told myself, you just got to make the jump, bro. You know, my, my uh, friend of mine, he's a um, police officer. And I used to talk to him a lot. And he was just like, listen, man, you're going to have to leave this situation. You're going to have to leave. Because she don't look like she wants to leave. And as long as you're there for them kids, you're going to be good. And I was like, all right, man. But that decision is still hard. It's still a hard decision because you're going from seeing your kids every day to only seeing them every so often. you know. But thank God our work schedule is literally half of a year. So I was able to try to get that joint custody in there. And then once, once I made the decision to leave, and again, it wasn't a smooth transition. She wasn't too happy about it. But... I, I wanted to be happy. And I knew that as long as my kids were good, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be all right. And then over time, this thing starts to work out. And then I'm still there. I, I'm still there for her. And I'm still there for my kids. So, and and she knows that. So, so, so your kids must, she must live close to you. Because how do your kids handle school and stuff like that? They go to school um, in Jersey. And she's she's over in maryland so how does that work so um on my last day like what's today today's uh saturday or sunday, sunday so yeah. yesterday i had to drive to her after i got off work in the morning i go home sleep for a couple hours i get up i drive to her place it's like 30 minute ride pick the kids up and then i keep them saturday sunday and monday mm. now say tuesday if if they had school i drop them off in the morning and then she picks them up Oh, wow. Yeah. And then she'll keep them Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, she'll drop them off in the morning. And then Thursday afternoon, I pick them up. And then it's just, that's the schedule. And that's so what she brings them back to Jersey every day for school? Is that what she does? Or um, Every day that she has them, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. I, I thought it was worse, but half an hour ain't that bad. Yeah, it's not that yeah. Well, the ride is kind of mutual because every Saturday, I have to drive to her. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. So, and it's only what two two days out of the week okay where she has to drive two or three days yeah depending but there are times where her mom lives like a few minutes from the school mm. where she'll just camp up at her mom's house oh okay and so okay. yeah or if she needs me if she'll say hey you think your mom keep the kids then i'll i'll ask my mom and my mom again is like not even five minutes from the school mm. and then it's just when i get off work in the morning i gotta go to my mom's pick them up take them to school right so right. that that, yeah. that helped yeah yeah, help. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like it's work. 
You know what I mean? Work. Yeah. Once you once you separate from your spouse or whatever, it's it's a lot of work, especially when you have kids involved. But it's doable. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's a mean, lot of work. I mean, we see it's doable. Yeah. We yeah. see it's doable. doable. It's definitely doable. It's just a lot of work. It's just, it's, told, it's just a how far you you know how far you want to go to make it work. Right? I told, and you guys are making it work yeah, out. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It sounds like she's. It sounds like you're happy. Yeah. It sounds like she's possibly happy. The kids yeah. are good. Yep. You know what I mean? I, like, so when the separation happened. Did you guys sit down with the kids and explain the situation out with the kids at the time? No, nah, they were still they You're were still too young. Little, still a yeah. too young. Yeah. Now do they, right now do they question the situation between mommy and daddy? Has it, yeah, well, my daughter for the most part. She's the oldest. She's the youngest. But she's she's the women. She's She's smart though. <laughs> my baby girl is smart, man. Yeah, yeah, she'll yeah. she'll be like she'll be like, "How come you and mommy don't live together?" Yeah. I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I'll yeah. talk to you. I'll <laughs> talk to you later." Typical woman. Yeah, typical woman. <laughs> but I, I I have I have explained to them because like they watch movies, man, where it's like the family's together, mommy, daddy, and all that stuff. Yeah. And then she'll be like, "Why well, come?" And I I'll explain certain things to her, but like other things, I'm like, she won't understand right now. Nah. You know. Nah. But I do tell her like, we both love you. Mommy, daddy love you. And when you go to mommy's house, you respect. Like, we try to we try to stay on the same page for a lot of stuff. So that way they're That's not be key. like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's key. But, but there are times, like, I'll be I'll be at work, and, I, and that phone call come in. She'll be like, you need to talk to these kids. And I'm like, all right. So she started off negative. I got to be a good I got to be the good parent. Yeah. And then I'll calm them down. I'll talk to the kids. You got to respect mommy. You're under mommy's rule in the house. You got to respect her rules. Right. You know, if she said you got to go to bed this time, you got to go to bed. Like, you can't. There's no arguing that. Right. So, because they know with me, although I'm still, like, stern with the kids, I'm mm. pretty strict. There, There's not, you know, I let them get away with certain things. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, as long as they do what I ask them to do, when I ask them to do it, I'm, I'm, I'm all right if they want their game or they mm. want to do other stuff. But, but I'm sure daddy their favorite. I'm quite sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get too, too too much into that, but they they do I, they do. Well, uh, see, I will say though, like their mom has never been the uh, the rough housing, playful right. type. You know what I mean? Like yeah. her household that she was raised in was more of like a serious type. Okay. Um, I mean, she do got her goofy moments, but like my daughter, like we'll we'll always wrestle a lot. She always jumping on my back or, yeah. you know, she wants to she wants to play games around the house. And then she's like, you know, mommy don't ever do stuff like this with us. I'm like, well, you know, mommy loves you. <laughs> you know, she does love you, but she ain't got time for that. I feel like men might do that more anyway. Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah. Rough housing of and course. stuff like that. Especially with your little girl or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was reminiscing a couple of days ago looking at my little girl. Like she, she's about to be 16 in a couple of months. Wow. I was time fly. Yeah, and I was thinking the same thing. Praying for you, brother. She used to jump on, she used to jump on my back. You know, we used to wrestle. You know, I mean, she still do it now sometimes. Nah. Yeah. Uh, we still had that. that type of connection. <laughs> yeah. 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 But see, uh, yeah. but that's the crazy part. Once they get a certain age and they start developing, you kind of feel funny even wrestling in them and doing stuff like that. You know. Well, so. I mean, I mean, of course, we're not full on blown. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> we both got, we both got onesies on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wrestling, off the ropes. <laughs> um, but we do kid around and stuff, and yeah. you know, you still got to cherish those moments, mm-hmm. even, even as they get older. Definitely. Um, like I said, I, I, my little girls do the same thing, so yeah. I think it's a daddy girl thing, you know, daddy daughter <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, housing. So I, the moms, Period. you know, they, yeah. you know, they kind of stay away from all that. But yeah. um, Stizzle, you wrestle your daughter? 
They wrestle me. They wrestle you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they still probably too small at this yeah. point. I'm just, I'm just the big bear. They just tackle and That's run into it. Too, yeah. Try to wrestle and bring it down. They slap me around. <laughs> like, all right. How, how old are your kids, Tizzle? Whew. Two. Oh, God. Okay. I didn't know there was that. Four. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> saying. They still. Seven. Oh, wait a minute. I got one more. Oh, oh he's still counting? 21. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. That's the oldest. That's what I, that's what I knew about way, way, way back when. And then all of a sudden, it was like, pop. I was like, all right, all right. That was a little late, but all right. And all of a sudden, pop, pop. I was like, oh, you, you out here. You out here shooting guns. <laughs> all right. I see you playing. <laughs> so, um, you know, on that same topic, like, uh, I know y'all heard the story between uh, myself and Detroit as far as our fathers and our kids and how we treat that. Um, I don't think we really heard your story yet, Stiz. How, how do you feel about, um, I guess, the relationship with your father? And just to touch on one thing that you said, you said that you would still have a grudge. Um, thinking about that, do you think that a parent not being there, no matter the circumstances, is wrong? Like, if, if they feel as though them being around you is going to be worse off than them not being there. Do you still like fault them for that? Yeah, I do. Um, I look at it as this way. Um, I don't care how bad a parent can be, mother or father. That child has a bond with that that being because it was created through that being. And to give that child that absence to make up or try to feel that they had no control over from the beginning, I think it causes a little bit of issues. Like with myself, I tried to, my biological, I tried to outdo him, which was sad because I don't even know him. But I tried to outdo him as far as, yeah, I'm going to be my child regardless. Um, allowed me to be at every, every one of my children's births because my father wasn't there for me. I was there and I claimed him from the door. And unlike, unlike my father did. Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. So I was trying to outdo a man that I didn't even know. And what I... So you never met him? I met him. I met him twice. But you didn't know As an adult. But I didn't know who he was. I actually wasn't an adult. I met him when I was 14. I met him when I was 17. I met him when I was 14. He still told me I wasn't his son. Mm. Oh, wow. I met him when I was 17. He told me he could be my mentor. Mm. Mm. What? Yeah, exactly. So... To this day, I mean, I've made amends as far as getting past him. Um, and where I was, I actually, I actually wrote this man a letter. Got his address, wrote him a letter. I knew the general area where he was at. Mm. Looked his name up when you get able to use phone books. Mm. Got his address, sent it to him. I never got a return, so I must have got to him. And I forgave him for everything, and I explained to him. I blamed you for all the time. My mother was on welfare. And we had did this, we did that, and blah, 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 and it's all your fault. And, and I was like, but now I'm good. At the time, I only had my son. But my son is wonderful. He's doing good, this and that, and we're doing fine. I thank you for your absence. In my mind, I thought that was legit. But in my, my soul, I still felt agitation towards him. To this day, I carry his first name, which I still can't stand. Mm-hmm. Which proves that I still have not have, forgiven yeah. him. 
Um, so you can't stand Dwayne? Nah, that, that's my middle name, actually. Oh, okay. No wonder. I don't even know your real name then. <laughs> we ain't, ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> he, uh, he's, like, he's like Tommy. Oh, I do know. He's like Tommy. Right? Yeah. He's like Tommy off of Mark. Yeah, we yeah. don't even know this. <laughs> <laughs> Where you work at? You, 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 you ain't got no name. You ain't got no name. <laughs> but yeah, wow. he geared me into a lot of things. I thought I was doing positive, trying to outdo him, and actually I was doing exactly like him. At one point, I actually had... Um, I had, but not counting my son. No, actually, no, counting my son. I had my son, and I had uh, two daughters, all different moms. I'm looking at my father, my biological father, someone that I don't like, and I'm trying to be the opposite of. I did the same exact thing, literally. And then I was like trying to force my hand and making things thing. Like you said, like you said, you got to be happy. Right. Like your mom said, you got to be happy. It got to the point where I was taking myself away for who I was, trying to make my children happy. And in order for me to make my children happy, I had to make their mothers happy, mm-hmm. which was making me miserable. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing that, and I realized, like, yo, at this point, like, when I started getting my children, and it was like, okay, it's time to get my girls, and I actually sighed. That's when I knew I had a problem. When I actually was like, damn, I got to have my girls. And that's when I knew there was an issue. Because um, I, it's always been a pleasure getting my children. Today, now, it's always a pleasure. Once I made that change and realized. Mm-hmm. But when it came to, back to the original question, I didn't want to go sidebar that far. But the original question is, yes, I think, I don't care if you're a drug addict. I don't care if you're in and out of prison. I don't care. Write your children. Your children needs that because no matter what, no matter how you try to do it, how my psychiatrist try to tell you, mm-hmm. that biological child was going to say, why didn't my father or my mother want me? That's true. True. Mm-hmm. But some of them, you know, just to, you have some stories where mothers were homeless and they gave up their child. And it's not that they didn't love them. They knew that what they had, they couldn't give them. And some of those children are, it's it's, it's so complex. How much like, it cost to give love? It don't cost. It don't cost nothing. You're absolutely right. I, I agree with you. I'm I'm just like, that's such a complex situation. You know what I mean? I'm glad that I've never been a. You know, I've never been in that situation. You know what I mean? But I can't say. You know, when you have mothers that are that feel like they don't have what they they need, right? They give their child up, and that child ends up in a good environment, uh, well taken care of. You know, because you have stories like that, and they're thankful, but at the same time, they're still wanting, like you said, that love from their mother. You know what I mean? But you don't know what kind of life that would have been. So sometimes that is what it is, and. On that note, I'd really like to give a hand clap to all the fathers here because we turned the table. We didn't have to, right? Every mm-hmm. single last one of, you know, outside of Lee, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had to be the oddball. We made all my life, all my a life. choice. <laughs> we made a choice to be the exact opposite of what our counterparts decided to be. And sometimes, you know, 
I look at that and I'm like, was that so that I can be a better father? Did I go through, did, did, did a higher power, whatever you believe in, say, you can handle this. Yeah, it's time to break the chain. And because you can handle this, you know, your father not being there, you're going to be this type of father. Right. You know what I mean? So I just like to give a hand clap for all you gentlemen. You know what I mean? Change that turn, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Change the narrative. That's that's, that's the new thing, right? Yeah. Change yeah. the narrative, man. So yeah. so my my thing is this. Um as far as with Stizzle, if the if the mother is giving the father problems, we hear that too, where the mother actually gives the father problems as far as seeing his kids and stuff like that. She makes demands that are unreasonable. It makes it hard on you to see your kids. And I know I know of some of my friends that literally cut their kid off because they're like, I can't keep dealing with their mother. Like their mother is literally a Satan, you know, which and, is a and, bullshit excuse. I'm, it is, but they literally uh, have like yeah, yeah. Because I, I know, the, I know a couple. So. Yeah, like like they, yeah. the mother puts them through hell just to even see their kids. What would y'all advice be for men like that? You know, that's going through that situation. We'll we'll, we'll give the heck. Um, like like Stizzle said, ain't no excuse. Like. Even if you decide, like, listen, I'm going to step away. You go ahead. You take the kid. I'm going to step away. But if you need anything, I'm here. And if maybe we can discuss, like, even if it's once a month to see the kid, anything, Mm -hmm. you make a little bit of an effort, it makes a big difference in that kid, a big difference. Mm -hmm. Because they may not understand in the beginning, but they can kind of feel like, well, at least daddy's trying. And then when they get old enough, They they can understand Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad my dad stuck. stuck why? Because he was right about mom. You she know what crazy. I mean? Like she was tripping. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, it, it, it there's really because <clears throat> if we go back to um, be more said about like homeless moms giving up the kids. You as the mom, you still can reach out to the kid. You know what I mean? Like I've seen I've seen people who were adopted that that still have like, almost like a pen pal type of thing with their. Sometimes stipulations. Yeah, yeah, true. But the letter, it don't take much to write a letter. Nowadays, you can send a text. You can just make a phone call. No, sometimes those stipulations are no contact. contact. When people when people Mm -hmm. adopt, it's it's literally no contact. Yeah, unless right. But I I think they don't have a choice. I think if that if that child reached out to to um, the adopted parents and was like, "Look, I'd really like them to know what what happened to my mom or my dad." They can probably be like, all right, if it's going, if it's going to make you happy, we'll do, we'll try to reach out. If we can get you a letter, we get you yeah. a phone call, maybe just a picture, anything. Yeah. That'll make that makes a difference too. You well, know what I mean? will tell you this: there's a show. It's called Long Lost Family. It comes on. I'm gonna tell you right now. You gotta have a tissue box to watch it. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> and it's about parents that gave their kids up for adoption and kids that that were adopted that's looking for their parents. And they use Ancestry.com to okay. find each other. And the stories are phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal where the ki- the parents were just hoping that the kid reached out to them so they could awesome. tell them what happened. Yeah. So, I mean, what you're saying. How is that poetic? Why are you waiting for And you already a grown person. Why are you waiting for your child to come to you? Because... Like he said, the stipulations. Yeah, Once stipulations. they sign that paper, you sign over your rights. Stipulations only happen if that parent agrees from the door to well, that they, stipulation. A lot of times they're like so 16 to 17 years old. They're agreeing and they don't want to 
they gave their child to a good family and they don't want to come in and disrupt because yeah. let's just say a lot of a lot of their parents don't tell them they're adopted right. so all of a sudden you show mm-hmm. up hey you're adopted it can literally ruin their whole life, life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's why a lot of times they wait until that kid comes out and says hey you know I want to find out my real parents, you know. So yep. that's why, you know. Yeah. But I understand how you're saying, like, they should be wanting to, but they have to respect their child's wishes in a lot of ways, you know. Because some of them have reached out to their kid, and their kid like, yeah, I'm good over here. I don't, I don't need to know you, you know. So they never know. Yeah, but, so much to it. That's why I said it's complex. Yeah. But my advice to those guys is really don't have no advice for them because if you already made up in your mind that your child isn't worth it to fight through whatever bullshit that you're mm-hmm. dealing with, then your mind is already made. Ain't nothing I can tell you. If your right. kid, if the love of your kid don't, don't convince you to do that, then right. ain't nothing I'm right. going to tell you that's yeah. going to convince I don't, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. No, you but see, we different, that. though. No, I, sh- I shouldn't say, say that. We don't, 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 that's what you're going on, because sometimes people make mistakes. Sometimes people make mistakes, and sometimes Uncut. their thought process might be off. That doesn't automatically mean that they don't love their kids. Sometimes they don't know how to deal with the situation. Because of their their upbringing, too. Because of their... Um, it, it could be a number of things. Yes. Possibly. It could be Possibly. a number of things. But I had I had a moment in my life where I was a little hazy, and somebody had to talk me out of it. And they, when they I talked me it. out of it, I came back. <laughs> I, came, <laughs> I came back full-fledged. You know yeah. what I mean? And one thing I say is, you know, to, to what, you know... Uh, Ortega and the still was saying like even when you're not there as a dad like physically you can still be there as a father um when I got separated when you know and my kids were living with their mother at that point I made a point to call them every day mm-hmm. every day even if it was hey Heard. how you doing Heard. um how was your day today? Yeah, it got monotonous sometimes. Sometimes it would be a little longer. Yeah, they were young kids, but you know what? They knew that I was calling. I was thinking about them. Yeah. I was there. So it doesn't just take you physically to be there to be a father. And that goes for all you guys out there that are thinking that, oh, we in different states. Now call them. Let them know yeah. you think about yeah. them. Talk to Talk them. Tape. You know what I mean? So This is dope, though. This hey, man, I'll tell you, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard being a parent, but it's easy yeah. to reach out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, it's on you, not the it's child. It's on you. Right. You're the adult. It's on you, man. If you want to be involved in your, in your, in your child's life, regardless of if you had situations in your life that didn't allow you to do it at first, mm-hmm. you can always jump back in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and try to be positive as you're jumping at it. Look, Hector just gave y'all a story a half hour ago, 20 minutes ago, about his father not being there. But his father made it a point, said, look, I'm going to call him up. Oh, yeah. I'm setting something up. He's going to know who I am, and we're going to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. Even though he passed away, they still had that relationship. And he told him why he wasn't around. Mm-hmm. But he's there. He yeah. jumped back in. Yeah. Both yeah. feet in. You know what I mean? He didn't, have, he didn't do half-hard. He jumped in. Hector knew who he was. They built that relationship, that bond that he needed in his life at that time because mm-hmm. he was looking for his father to come back. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like some, some people, maybe like me. Who just don't give a fuck. <laughs> he was the opposite. He was like, yo, I need him in here. I want him in here. Yeah. So I commend Hector. I commend B more. I commend D Stiz. I commend even Jay Lee. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
because <laughs> he has pressure on him too, Jay Lee. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. To be to be the father that his father was. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it could go the other way too. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> his parents have been married for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. They've been together so, since 16. So. Yeah, so he has that wow. pressure of, look, yeah. I need to keep this bond yeah. together. I need to keep our union together. No matter what. Look, yeah. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. We're gonna work this out. Oh, yeah. That pressure yeah. is off. Of and she said the same thing with a knife. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to be watching our discovery. <laughs> she watches it all the time. First, first, oh boy! Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah. She like. So you happy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How you know? <laughs> My suggestions to the to the fathers out there that has. Children, um, with let's just say, not totally cooperating uh, mothers to your children is this: focus on your children, and no matter what that woman tells your kids, no matter what animosity that woman try to give you, be positive. That's it. Don't kick your mom. Don't kick the woman's back into the kids. True. Don't argue with her. Just spend time with the kids. Be nice to the mothers, yeah. regardless of whatever neg whatever negative energy they coming at you. Just mm-hmm. be nice. I'm an example of that. Hector definitely an example of that. <laughs> He's seen. And y'all, we talked about how at my point where literally, and I'm not saying I was the greatest guy in the world and I was doing everything right, but literally I finally got to the point now is that my children's my daughter's mothers aren't okay with each other. Really? So, it's about being nice and your main focus is children. Because no matter how much they hate you, mm-hmm. they love their kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they know that you're taking care of your kids. I don't care how much bitterness or whatever's in their mind. Or you're not, you know, you're not with me. Or you have a sex with this person. You have a sex with you. It doesn't matter. When they see that smile on their child's face. And that child say, I want my daddy. Or that child is crying to see daddy. And they see that you're putting in work for that child. Yeah. They seem to ease up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, don't try to. I'm, I'm not saying, oh, we, yeah, yeah, we are all together. No. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying you can gear that woman's focus off of you and place it where it belongs on your children. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of these women crazy. <laughs> I just seen some videos. They go in. I done heard some stories, horror yeah. stories. I'm glad it worked out for you, though. Yeah. And to your point, when you're saying, uh, don't do nothing negative because ultimately actions speak louder than words. Absolutely. So when you, your child will see your actions and they might not understand them right then, they might not understand them until they get kids. Because I definitely yeah. know it's some things that my mom did for me that I didn't realize until I had kids of my own. I was like, yo, mom was yeah. mom was a beast. Mom yeah. gangster. <laughs> Straight up. That <laughs> seems a beast. Yeah, I was like, goodness gracious. But, um, Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. actually, speak louder than words. Yeah. That's what I say about that. And and to you, Ortega, um, just to touch back on it, can you put in the words how much looking back at now, how much that time with your father did for you? Um, it it definitely put a big impact. Like I said, it showed me, and that I want to say it was like two years. It just showed me so much respect from him of like it was because you figure he, he was like oh yeah he'll he'll pick me up every summer and i'm like all right next summer he ain't gonna pick me up and no it was every summer he picked me up and even weekends he'd come down when i was in school and be like 
we it was like it'd be like winter break or something like that or you know spring break and he come down and be like if it's all right with your mom you want to come with me and i'm like yeah let's do it he even went he went as far as taking me to wherever he had to go so i can get whatever child support was backed up to me i was like all right so i'm here i am like 16 years old and i got a check in my hand for like three grand from from when he started actually legitimately working mm. and i he gave, he gave me the money and he just started all right listen you want to make sure you save for your car and all this other stuff he taught me how to drive and it was just like the thing he taught me about women too it was funny i was i was messing with this girl and um i was 16 and he he came over to my crib to pick me up and she was in the bed and he popped his head and he was like oh i'm sorry and then he stepped out so me and her, we got we got ourselves together, went out, introduced them, right? <laughs> Pops was a gangster. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm, he's like, my bag. He just left, right? So then the next time I went to his spot, to his crib, he uh, he was like, listen, I know you're 16, you're probably having sex now, and I, and you know, you try to make it, no, no, I ain't, you know, I was like, no, I ain't like that, <laughs> no, is that right? So then he was like, eh. so he stopped me, he grabbed his big old like envelope yellow envelope oh shit and he dumped out all these condoms vanilla joint <laughs> there was like at least 40 to 50 condoms in there different brands he was like i just want you to be protected and that was the talk that was almost like a talk that i had with him because after that it never came up again about right. oh, okay. yep right. and that was kind of it he was just like i just want you to be safe mm. so i was like cool <laughs> cool so but you know it was moments like that that made me be like oh so this is what it's like you know, like, mm-hmm. this is what it's like to have moments like this. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't get frustrated with me. He never yelled at me. He never put his hands on me. It, he just, he would show me, like, different life lessons and stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, it was, though, he tried to teach me Spanish, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Should have learned. That's, that's a valuable wasn't lesson happening. right there. He, he was like, he was like, you're going to learn. <laughs> he was like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you in Spanish and I want you to respond in Spanish. And then I want you to tell me what I told you in English, what I told you. I was like, oh, man, I got to do this. <laughs> tell you, tell you right now, you talk about yeah. business. Yeah. That's being bilingual. That Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah, of just this, now you got this too? Yeah. Oh, man, now you can... Yeah, you can expand. Yeah, yeah. You know I, mean? I know a little bit now. Um, I can't have full blown conversation. Un poquito, un poquito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. All right, that's all I know. That's all, all I know. I know, mommy, been aquito. <laughs> oh man, that's what's up. I got a problem though, y'all. What's the problem? Oh. What it is? Mm. So. When what happened was when, when we conclude this podcast today, I will be meeting my daughter's new boyfriend. Uh-oh. New? Yeah. Uh-oh. You'll be meeting. Yeah. I'll be over there too. <laughs> <laughs> Pull one of them so, bad boy moments. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yo, I might we'll need him. I might need y'all because he's like 6'4 and a basketball team player, Sorry. you know? So, chop his big ass. <laughs> got more to lose. But, you know, she 18. And, uh,. I don't trust this dude. Uh-oh. Because he's too tall. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Now, and, I, and the crazy part is I, I, I really don't talk much about him. 
But I know she's been dating him since she's been in college. You know, she had the other dude she was with when she first yeah. got to college. And then she, she let she let go of him. She before. let go of him two two, yeah. two weeks into college. She was like, "All right, see you. I'm out." Mm. You know. Um, oh, hold up. She might have already met the other dude. It's a good possibility. She did. <laughs> it's a good possibility. Is he a freshman? He a freshman just like freshman her. orientation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Freshman orientation. Oh, what? He probably saw it was like, yeah, yeah. she get past her mom and dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mom. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in encountering something that majority of y'all haven't. I know Stizzle, your son's older, so yeah. he's dating and stuff like that. But oh, and your daughter's older too, so mm-hmm. she's in college too. So, um, almost done. Yeah, it, it's. Mm. It's something that's strange. It's something that's strange. Her mother's talked to her. She says she she says she's not sexually active, and stuff like that. But it's still something that's on a father's mind. Just wondering, like, oh God, what's going to happen? It's you gonna know, be like Tia. Yeah, we gonna get Tia. I might yeah. have to, I might have to go to the appointment though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go. <laughs> What's up with that hymen? Well, you know, it's it's. I'm gonna meet him tonight, and I'm just thinking, like, do he know I'm a killer? Like, he do, coming to the house. <laughs> does he know what we do for a living? Like what we did? For, oh, I did for a living, but what y'all still do for a living? You know? like, so I'm gonna have to talk to him, and I, I don't know how to approach him. How would y'all approach him if if y'all just was in this natural. situation? Yeah, just I mean, more. honestly, I think a lot of times. You kind of get, you can feel the vibes. Yeah. Right, right. Sometimes you you can feel the vibes off the bat before they even say anything. Like, is he nervous? Is he nervous? That might be a good sign. Yeah. Because that means he really care. Yeah. If he's not nervous and he just all regular, eh, yeah. I might have to shake you up a little bit. Sure, indeed. Sure. I'm going to have to shake sure. you. You're a little yeah, too comfortable right sure. now. Sure, yeah. indeed. Me. That's, that's, you yeah. know that's what, what I mean? That's what I was going to say, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Because I'm thinking about passing the threat on long. Just to let him know. Like, mm-hmm. yo. Nah, if, 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 he's, if he's not nervous <laughs> meeting you, right. there's a problem. Yeah. He should be nervous meeting you. He's a basketball team player. He might, he might be already not. It don't matter. Yeah, don't if matter. he really like her, um, meeting the father, man, this. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll be surprised because they be telling me all the kids, all the the kids out there scared of you. Why are they scared of me? I'm always talking to them. Yeah. Nah, because you said, I was like, yeah, I'm going to tell them about themselves also. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But, yeah. so, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He need to be nervous. Yeah. And yeah. another thing, that's all like the other dude. Trust who, trust what you raised. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. If she's, if she's bringing him back, and she's dying to bring him back. That's like, what I'm saying. If dad, she's can I bring bringing him, him back house? to the house, yeah. trust what you raised. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And once he get in the house, if he's not a little bit nervous, mm-hmm. if he's if he's real talkative, that means he might be a little bit nervous. Right, if he's right. not talking, could be a little bit nervous. Right. Fuck but that. But if he's acting, <laughs> but if he, but if he's but if he's acting like but if he's acting like <laughs> but if he's acting like a dick, right. Do do you know what you got? You know shake what I mean? him up. Sure. Then Take you him to the basement. <laughs> Still got something to say. So in the, so in the <laughs> wood, <laughs> wood shop. Be who you are. Be regular. You know what I mean? Yeah, Of course yeah. you're going to question him and shit. Yeah, yeah. And get in his chest plate. Yeah. Of course you are. Because we know. Because I'm going to be there too. Yeah. In the window. <laughs> peeking, you know what I mean? Just in case I got to jump in there. Yeah. Don't give no idle threats either. But see, this is the thing. We know as guys what our mentality was at that age. 18, 19 years old. Like, we really... Was y'all mm, trying what? to get married or anything? Like, no. no, no. Uh, that might be our star mentality right now. <laughs> I, was, I was a little head before that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, <laughs> you know where his head is at. You know where his head is at. Um, so, But I can't fault him. 
I can't fault him because nah. he is doing what he is built to do. He's yeah. male. Yeah. And don't fall for that believing what you raise. That's bullshit. Really though? Nah. Believe because what you raise, bro. You got horm- you got <laughs> hormones. <laughs> believe what you were believe as a teenager. What, believe believe what, what a female was when they was a teenager. But see, it depends on the raising because oh, believe perfect, what you were. Perfect example. I met my I met their mother when she was 19 years old. I knew what I was getting into with her. But she had an absent father and the whole nine and stuff like that. So she was a lot more different than my daughter is now. So in that aspect, I raised her differently than, than her mother was raised. But you still, you're, when you, it don't matter if your parents or not. You're going, you go through your teens to your early 20s. You're going to stumble. You're going to walk. You're going to fall. You're going to pick yourself back up. Hmm. It's good that you left a foundation for her to grab yes. on to. Yes. So, so, so you're to. saying believe what you raised. That's what you're saying No, right now. I'm not saying that. Believe, yeah, believe uh, that. Her age friend. You just said that. I think that I think y'all saying the same thing. That's kind of what he's saying. I don't think he's going too far past that. I don't think he's saying like she ain't never gonna do no shit. Of course not. I she's think grown. he's saying you raise her the she right way. Right 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 believe right that she's gonna make the right good decisions. decisions. Long term, not short term. Mm-hmm. Long term decisions. She's gonna make it right. Mm-hmm. Short term, she's gonna grow up. Yeah, yeah. She's I mean, that's grow part up. of growing up. But believe what you raise, bro. Right, right. I just but, had to realize I mean, it's gonna happen, whether you like it or not. It's, it's gonna, gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You, you as a father, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna happen. Bro. I wasn't I'm ready. Telling you, you as a father, you, you, as a father, you gotta <laughs> believe what you did in your household is gonna is gonna last long. Yeah, right, right, that's right. that's your belief. Even though whatever happens happens, that's life. That's true. Life is life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's going it, it's it's going to it's going to be what it is. Right. But you got to believe in what you raised. Right, right. Period. But as you encounter with this gentleman, this young man, whatever he bring to the table, positive, negative, we all know it is what it is. But the main thing is to be honest. Now, me, my children, I got some years, but I did encounter one of my nieces' mm-hmm. um, boyfriends. And I told him, like I said, I told him from the door. I shook his hand. I said, I think you're a nice man, young man. Everything I heard about you is all good. But this is my niece. So biologically, I hate you. There's nothing you can do or tell me. You ain't tell him that, Steve. He told you hate him. If I die, do you not? I believe him. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) No, I believe him. I was just saying, you ain't do that, man. Come on. I was like, there's nothing you can do that's going to appease me right now. For one thing, because that's my niece. So... I was you at your age. I don't. I'm not saying I'm who you are, but like I said, all I heard was positive and that. But I know of your age rank. It is what it is. Mm. My niece is my pride and joy. So you're not bringing enough to the table for me to even acknowledge you as being her boyfriend. Wow. So she's say if she was older, she's in her mid twenties to thirties, and she's on graduated college. She got her own. She's established, and she brings a young man to me. I'll give more consideration. Mm-hmm. But right now, she's sixteen. Ooh, you sixteen. Yeah, that's yeah. That's I have I have no knowledge of you. Yeah, yeah. I have no acknowledgement of you. Now, as a parent, hey, I'm so just this the uncle. Recent. Yeah. Oh. She just moved down to Florida Ooh. now with her aunt and them. But um, but yeah. But I was like, but my word don't matter. But they wanted me to meet you because they know who I am. Wow. And um. But I can do. I'm, it, it'll be a disservice for her, disservice for myself, and disservice for you for me to sit there and blow smoke up your butt and say, "Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're cool. I think it's a nice right, thing." Right. No, I don't. I don't think you're supposed to enjoy each other. You're just friends. I know what you want. No yeah, matter what you, yeah, how you try that's to chop it up. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and the, what you want is what I don't want you to have. 
So I can't like you. Especially at that age, 16. Yeah. I ain't looking forward to it. Yeah, that's, I was about to say that uh, no, because no, no fathers. Both of y'all got younger daughters. I know your daughter's what? Should be sixteen. Six, months. That same age. So yeah. I feel for y'all just like I feel for myself. I right got now. ten years. Thank you. Y'all got y'all got. got, got but, but listen, the, 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 I'm over the hump. The We're kids, one. the kids are getting worse and worse. The older you know, as the generations go on. So the things that we were doing back then that we thought we were doing ain't nothing compared to what the newer generation is right. doing. You think so? But, Bro, yeah, they're they they crazy Bruh. today. I don't know, man. These females on a whole nother level they now. I don't know, man. I mean, he was running reckless out there. I mean, he is he, the dude is from Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> this is true. We was running reckless out there. We got to talk about B more females. When I, yeah, Baltimore. when I tell you Baltimore, earlier than eighteen, I mean it. So y'all was doing stuff in the school and everything, Bruh, It's crazy. Yeah. I think about the shit I was doing at my age and I look at my kids now, I'd be like, if you do anything close to what I was doing, <laughs> your ass don't get it. I swear to being like I thought I was a late bloomer and I was in something at the age of eleven. Really? Yes. I thought I was late. You know what I mean? All my boys like, yeah, yeah, you hold on, so you they lost your virginity at eleven? At eleven. Ooh-wee. Are you serious? The law. Is serious. Good lord. <laughs> Older girl. She was 14. He was raped. Oh. <laughs> I guess. Did you have an idea what you were doing? Um, I know. I knew it went in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had to figure that. You know, she was older than me. She helped me out. I was like, oh, hey. Did you, know, did you know you had to make a certain motion? to? to yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did a lot of dry humping and all that shit. Got some practice in. Did a lot of dry humping and shit wow. like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, shit was wild. Shit was wild when I like was growing up. Like, and like I said, I thought I was a late bloomer. So, I wouldn't be surprised if I if I wasn't one of the first one of my friends that had sex. So, ways did, did all y'all lose y'all virginity? Yeah. <laughs> Real virginity. Well. Real virginity. What is, what is real virginity? <laughs> because I had a similar situation, but it, I was a lot younger. But I don't really account that because I was like seven years old, and I was still limp, and I went in. But it's really not a virgin. Seven. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. But I don't really count that because I, I really, I was yeah, I was limp, so I, I, I went in it. But yeah. I really didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah I just. So yeah. technically. I was 15 when I really had my first Ooh, dose. Wow. Detroit? Hmm? Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> he said, Mama listening. Mama listening. I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I think I told y'all before how I was. How was you? I was. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was about that age. Bro. Yeah. Okay, okay. What about, about you, Ortega? I was 16. 16? Yeah. Dang, y'all was young. Yo, and not wow. to not to hurt y'all feelings or nothing, but mm-hmm. they put one of these posts up on like a, a group in Facebook, right, 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 and they're asking like, "I right, when did you lose your virginity?" Mm-hmm. Yo, like they're serious. Almost every female on there, almost none of them was over like nineteen. Seriously, almost none of them, and I'm talking about over a hundred plus responses. That yeah. is in my mind when I was just like, "Oh shit." Mm. I was like, yeah, it probably didn't happen already. Mm. I, I just, you know, don't know. I was 18. 
Dang, that happens too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But see, two parent household. Yeah, a little different. You know, yeah. I was raised a little different. You know, by so. that point, you kind of an adult too, like eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, you've already got your license. You probably yeah. was driving. Yeah, I was. I drove. Yeah. I drove her to her prom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Well, my son came from a, a separated household, and right. he still went to college. That's awesome. He was uh, a awesome, twenty man. when he first but, got but his. See, nice. It's about who his father. I'm trying to put you on blast, son. I love you, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's about who his father was, though. You yeah. raised him to respect himself, yeah. respect the females that he with. So it's different. Yeah, it's different. You know, so. You're breaking that generational curse that everybody's breaking that right. generational curse, which is dope. Yeah. Which is really dope, you know. So, commend everybody on that for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. We out here. Yeah. yeah that's one how thing. You, how you say Troy? No, when you, um. Because <laughs> 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 my situation was a lot of poverty. So, when it came to poverty, sex, we had control over. We couldn't buy what we wanted. We couldn't get what we wanted. But we got sex. Mm-hmm. We couldn't say we couldn't the world couldn't say shit to us. That's true. So I was able to yeah. do me on yeah. a sex level because the only one person can tell me no is that female. This mm-hmm. is true. And yeah. I never mind. Oh. Nah, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, we uncut. <laughs> we uncut. <laughs> you already know, you, you, you can't be cutting stuff out. What, what you yeah, got? But you, everybody already know. Everybody heard me. Everybody know about mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. and y'all definitely know. I mean, it, it, it developed. It helped develop who I am right now. Okay. That's true, yeah, man. That's true. Because, I mean, I when I got there, I realized that and what I could do. And I started not getting any frown marks. Like, okay, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Sky was the limit. Really? I was like, I want you. <laughs> I want you. I want you. Jump like to me, a whole okay, other topic. I was, it, was, it was like that. I didn't care because that's what I could control. Mm-hmm. All I think I had to make sure my hygiene was good. My mm-hmm. gear was all right. Mm-hmm. I knew I had you. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. Then around the nineties, it took a little coaching with a little bit of marijuana, but yeah. they were still going yeah. down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Mary> <laughs> <Jane>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh it's been another good one. Oh for sure. For sure. I appreciate yeah. Ictor. <laughs> I appreciate him coming in, man, speaking that knowledge about no his doubt, business. No uh, also about being a uh, single parent. Well, a joint. Yeah, a yeah. joint thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, did, he did a beautiful rendition of it. Uh, also, D. Stizzle. Thanks, homeboy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, always. But yeah. we like to do the... Uh, the last call at the end of the uh, podcast. Before we do the last call, it's something that, that went unmentioned. We ain't say nothing about it. What's that? that? Is? 2000? What? Oh, two digits. 2000? Hey, hey, oh, we yeah. Want to, yeah. We I'll swing it to Jay Lee on this one. What? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. you. Well, we just like to thank everybody, the listeners that that's chiming in because we actually hit over 20,000. Let's. 2000 I mean I think the I last time I checked yeah. yeah I know yeah yeah 2000 but last time I checked it was like 2018 I'm not sure what yeah. it is now yep. probably about it's, it's, two, yeah, it's, probably it's probably 2020 right yeah, now 2020, <laughs> 2020. Yeah. yeah but we just we appreciate you all that listen and chime in and, and we just can't wait to give you more 
Yeah. yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. Thousand downloads. Yeah, y'all listening. listening. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? From all different countries and yep. different states. And like we appreciate every last one of y'all. And and the good thing about this, man, we've only been doing this since, since March. Since March. Since of, March. Of last year. Of this year. This year. Yeah. So we coming up. And we don't really advertise good. like that and push like that. Yeah, it's so all word of mouth. As you know, word of mouth. Right. Is we the working, best. man. We're trying. Yeah. We're gonna get out there though. Yeah. I want yeah. I was gonna ask y'all too, like what's your next step? Like going into twenty twenty, what's your next step? We're gonna put some videos out there. As as my man Ray yes. Khan would say. <laughs> as my Ray Khan would say was, <laughs> World dominance, <laughs> <laughs> the mobility. Yeah. We heard about us. <laughs> yeah. World dominance. Yeah, yeah. we, we want to get to the YouTube videos and okay. stuff like that. And now that we're acclimated to doing this, and right. knowing how to control, be more and stuff like that. I calm down, y'all. Thanks. <laughs> That's what's yeah. up, man. Yeah, and, and to say, like, we we got in this just because, as you know working together with a bunch of guys our conversations are dope you know yeah and we're all eloquent as far as speaking we we're knowledgeable and we can actually have a conversation and it goes deep and touches people stuff right. like that so that that was our whole goal yep. and if we can make some money off of it that's good too oh yeah <laughs> yes sir definitely yeah. definitely well, definitely um we love to thank everyone that listens everyone who shares uh continue to like share and uh continue to listen before we leave Hector, please uh, give us your business again and uh, give us that gram again, man, too. Y'all can head over to uh, HectorToOrtega.com. That's my website. Um, I got my links on there pretty much to most of my social media. You can also purchase uh, my first two books on there. Um, You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at HectorToOrtega.com. I believe I'm on Snapchat at HectorToOrtega. Look me up. I'm on there as well. Um, and just shoot me a message. If you want to follow me if you like my work, much appreciated. Oh, definitely. That's yeah. awesome, and yeah. we appreciate you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, this definitely. is dope, man. For sure. This is man, dope. I really, I really appreciate yeah. this. And we're going to have you back. Yeah. We're yeah. going to have you back. I'm definitely yeah. ready, man. Especially because he's going to get so big that Be ready. he might have to put us on a schedule. You know what I'm saying? Let me check my schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My <laughs> <schedule>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll do the last call. Last words of the podcast was swing it over to be more. Yeah. Be more. Oh, <laughs> some last All right. So got him. Got him. Got Ready. No, but um, basically, this goes out to all the fathers out there, man. Um, be a father to your children, and it's exactly what I said. Sometimes you won't be there physically, but you can always be there for them. You know, um, let them hear your voice. Let them know you care. Um, it makes a big deal in their lives more than you can even fathom. I know you might not think about it now. You might have some pain towards it, whether it be the mother, whether it be the relationship, whether it just be even your child and their attitude towards you. But do what you have to do to be there. No excuses, right? That's what we said. This no excuses. No excuses. excuses. Get it done. No excuses. No days off. No days off. Nobody cares. Work harder. I love it, B-more. That's it. All right. I like it. Love it. We out. Chip. Go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>